कुबीर हर शि उर लाय रघुपति की बहुत बढ़ाई तुम मम प्रिय भरत संभाय सस बदन तुम रोज सिगावे अस कही श्रीपति कंठ लगावे सन का दिख ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा दिगपाल जहाते कवि को बिद कही सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्रीव ही गीना राम मिलाय राजपत दीना तुम रो मंत्र विभीषण माना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जुग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलोताही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मुद्रिका मैली मुख माही जल दिलांगी गए अचरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुम रे तेते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होत न आज्ञा बिनु पैसारे सब सुख लहे तुम्हारी शरण तुम रक्षक का हो को डरना आपन तेज समारो आपे तीनों लोक हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महावीर जब नाम सुनावे ना से रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरंतर हनुमत वीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे मन क्रम वचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिन के काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोवे अमित जीवन फल पावे चारो जुग पर ताप तुम्हारा है पर सिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु संत के तुम रखवारे असुर निकंदन राम दुलारे अष्ट सिद्धि नव निधि के दाता असबर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुम रे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुम रे भजन राम को पावे जन्म जन्म के दुख बिसरावे अंत काल रघुबर पुर जाय जहाँ जन्म हरि भक्त कहाय और देवता चित्त न धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुमिरे हनुमत बल बीरा जय 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 हनुमान गोसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाय जो सत बार पाठ करे कोई छूट ही बंदी महासुख होई जो यह पढ़े हनुमान चालीसा हो इसे दिशा की गौरीसा तुलसीदास सदा हरिचेरा की जय नाथ हृदय महडेरा भवंतने संकट हरण मूर्ति रूप राम लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुर भूप सियावर राम चंद्र की जय उमापति महादेव की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय बोलो रे भाई सब संतन की जय फॉर अ क्विक रीका बिकॉज यू हैव नॉट हर्ड द स्टोरी ऑफ रित्तासुर राइट वी आर करेंटली डूइंग द स्टोरी ऑफ रित्तासुर 
now not actually vrittasur we are doing a story of indra and when indra was in amravati he was sitting and after doing a lot of havans he got to go to amravati in heaven and he had a very big throne to sit on and he was enjoying himself and everybody was respecting him they had a lot of people who were doing things for him all the gods and the afsaras everybody was at his back and call so something happened to him in spite of doing some 100 ashwamedh yagna to go to heaven and get that throne he could not control his ego and his ego took the better of him so while he was sitting and enjoying himself with all the music and all his teacher walked in his teacher who is his teacher brahaspati so brahaspati walked in and what did indra do indra not only did indra not get up to greet his teacher he did not even look at his teacher and brahaspati noticed that indra had disrespected him but he did not create a show there he was very quiet he said it is okay he quietly turned back and went up he went to his ashram and once brahaspati was gone and this ego let ho you know let go of shiva uh, indra's mind he suddenly realized oh my god what have i done my teacher came and i did not respect him at all i did not get him get up i did not greet i did not do anything how could i do such a thing maybe the demons want you know they had casted a spell on me and they did not want me they wanted me to get into trouble that is why all this has happened or my time is just not right and he realized and immediately he decided to make amends so what did he do he ran to vespati's little kutia his hut but brahaspati knew that indra is coming and he was not willing to give in so easily so he disappeared he had this yog power in which he could just disappear into thin air and nobody would know where he had gone and all the gods put together they searched the entire universe and beyond to find brahaspati but brahaspati was nowhere to be seen and indra was feeling so guilty about what he had done the act of disrespecting his teacher and he was actually brooding over it and he was feeling so sad and he had just lost touch of everything and he was sitting in this corner but then this news went to the demons and the demons came to know that now that kingdom of amravati is very vulnerable why because they don't have a teacher to take care of them to guide them and brahaspati is not there indra is so disappointed so this is the right time to attack indra so what did they do they attacked indra and what happened to indra he lost and he went into hiding and when he went into hiding he seeked the he seeked the guidance of brahma ji right he went to god and he said what do i do now and brahma ji said okay don't worry why don't you get another purohit a semi teacher a purohit a priest to guide you through so they went and they asked who vishwarupa to become the teacher and vishwarupa was actually their nephew so this episode also tells us that age is not a factor when you are seeking a teacher it is knowledge and vishwarupa was apt with all his purohit related duties so after a lot of cajoling he accepted to become their teacher now there was something very peculiar about vishwarupa he had three heads exactly so he had three heads and he was the descendant of three he was like a mixed blood you know which you call in harry potter mixed blood 
he had the blood of a human he had the blood of the demon and he had the blood of a devta how his mother was a the daughter of diti so diti gave birth to all the rakshasas so rachna was his mother his father was vishwakarma he was a devta and he had human blood in him how how did he have human blood in him because of his great grandfather who was kashyap <laughs> right grandfather who was kashyap when you look at the lineage you can say that he is the his fa- he have his uh, no no his father was kashyap and his great grandfather was vishwarupa so all these things put together he had blood of three kinds like diti is the wife of kashyap right kashyap is human and he is a descendant of brahma and all those other people so all these things put in place nay i am making a mistake here no rachna is married to vishwakarma and rachna is the daughter of diti and diti is married to kashyap so because of kashyap he is human because of vishwakarma he is half a little bit of uh, devta and because of rachna he is daitya so now we have got the family tree right so they said you i am your nephew i am younger to you but they said please come because you are apt and you know what has to be done to help us so he came and we know what happened in the last session first of all he helped them purify themselves right purify themselves by chanting three types of mantras because unless and until you are receptive no knowledge will go in right if you are just sitting and your mind is wandering when anything go into your mind no so you have to become receptive so what they did was they chanted om namo narayana om namo bhagavate and om vaishnave namaha isn't it that one aunty so they chanted three om uh, vasudevaya and om vaishnave namaha let's see what was the chant we'll tell uh, om ha om vaishnave namaha this was the third chant so they purified themselves and they got an armor called narayan kavach it is a very strong armor and with when you chant the narayan kavach you invoke all gods of various kinds like narsing avatar the sudarshan also all the gods you invoke and they become a armor for your body and with this armor the gods fought the deityas and what happened the deityas lost they go, went back to amravati and but till now brihaspati was not there they could not see brihaspati anywhere he had not come but still vishwarupa was there and he was doing all the havans and all for him so vishwarupa used his three mouths for three different things from one of his mouth he would drink the soma that is the drink of the devtas from the other mouth he would eat and from the other mouth he would have wine so three mouths for three different things and he would chant for the devtas when you are doing the yagna you have to take the na did he have three bodies no he had three heads one body three mouths also right so he would do the yagna and while he would do the yagna what would happen he would loudly chant the oblations that were being done for the devtas but he ha- he was a bit biased you know so he would not do the entire yagna and the prayer for the devas he would quietly do a little prayer for the deityas the demons also and then he would do a little prayer for himself also 
So this went on for very long. So loudly he will pray and he will put the oblations for the gods, Indra and all. Very slowly he will put it for the devtas and even slowly he will put it for him. But one day, Lord Indra, Gauri, one day Lord Indra caught him. He said, oh my God, you are cheating. You are our Purohit. And you are actually not only praying for yourself and me, but you are praying for the demons who we have just defeated. Plus our Guru is not there. What is the attack again? And for all you know, you being a bit of demon also, you might go and join them. Then what will I do? So why take the risk? You know, just destroy the enemy when you are sighted. So what he did is he took a sword and he chopped his head. So all his heads became different kind of birds. Okay. One became a sparrow. One became a kapinjala and another bird. So three birds and his heads went away. And we'll have to find out what birds are there. So three birds, he destroyed them. And now Indra realized that what he had done is a very big error again. Why? Because he had killed a Brahmin. Brahmahatya is a very, very big thing. So now Indra said, now what do I do? But again, Indra was graceful enough because he realized this was the need of the time. This had to be done. So he destroyed them and he said, I accept whatever punishment is going to be given to me. So for one year, he bore the punishment. But then after one year, he realized that I need somebody to share my punishment so that I don't lose my powers. And if I am attacked, and I'm still, you know, suffering and all that. I'm not powerful enough. Again, Amravati will go. So he summoned the earth. She said, he said, would you take my punishment? The earth said, why not? So he gave one fourth for, of his sin and punishment to the earth. And what did what happened? It is said that whenever the earth is barren, in a, on a barren land, you never do any yagna. So that barrenness is the sin that the earth is suffering. Barren. But barren where the, you cannot no, grow no. anything. Oh. But the earth was not quiet. Huh? She said, I want something in return for suffering your sins. So he said, what boon do you want? So the earth said, whenever they dig a hole or a burrow in me, it should be automatically filled again over time. And that is what happens, right? Whatever you dig in the earth, automatically it gets filled again. So one-fourth of his son is given to the earth, which she is still suffering. Second, he called the plants. So the plant said, don't worry. You are our king. One-fourth of our, your sins we will take. So now when you see the sap, that sticky, gummy thing coming out of the trees, yeah. that is the suffering of the sin and the sin which Indra gave to them. So what did the plants ask in return? The plant said, if anybody breaks my branch or cuts my leaf, it should automatically grow again. And that is what happens to the trees, right? You chop them, they automatically grow. But you can always see that sticky thing. And so it is considered sinful, the sap and all. You should not eat it. Now third, where did he go? He went to the water. Yes, he went to water. Now water said, okay, I'll take your sin. But... The boon I want is I should never get over. Whenever there should always be a source which fills me up. And that is what happens, right? The oceans are always full. There is rain. Recycling happens again. Condensation happens. And again, 
evaporation, condensation, and it is filled with water again, right? So the oceans never get angry, uh, empty. So they do get angry. What was the sin? What was the sin? Do you see the bubbles in the water? Yeah. When we put water like that, there are certain bubbles. In olden days, all our ancestors would remove the bubbles of the water and drink it. They will wait for the bubbles to get over and they'll drink. Because that is the sin that water is carrying from Indra. That is why many aerated drinks and all, as it is, they have CO2, right? So they are not good for health. And they are sinful. They contain a lot of sin. As per the scriptures. Yeah, I quit. That's why. See? So you cannot drink those. People are buying that sparkling water. and all. So it is sinful. So that is the sin of Indra, which everybody is drinking nowadays. And look at what's happening to their minds. See, so olden days, even in the water, they say over here, it is mentioned, this accounts for the practice of uh, prevalent among the Orthodox Hindus of throwing away the bubbles from the water before drinking it. And it is therefore, it is therefore that the use of aerated water, etc. is prohibited in their eye. And what good is aerated water? Tell me. What do they aerate it with? CO2, right? Carbon dioxide. Is it good? You're supposed to exhale it, not inhale it, right? We are not. Okay, so this is what. Now, where did the fourth sin go? The fourth sin was taken away by the women. So, women have a. Women, yes, women have a big heart, you know. So, they said, okay, Indra, don't worry. We will take away the fourth, one fourth part of the sin which is left with you. And the bone they got was very peculiar. First is the sin that we see is during those times of the months when they cannot enter the kitchen and all. That is the that is the sin which they are carrying from Indra even today. That is why at that time it is said that you are not allowed to you're not allowed to enter the kitchen, you're not allowed to cook at that time. Those are the that those are the sins at that time. And in return, they had that they could any time and procreate and have babies. So they would have that urge to have babies anytime. So that was the boon they got. But the sin was this. That is why it is said during this period, they are not allowed to enter the kitchen or do those things because they are carrying the that element of sin which they are bearing. So these four people took the sin. Auntie, you are feeling cold or something? These four people took the, so the earth, the water. So it explains a lot of things, right? Water, earth, plant, and even in the women, the normal cycle of the women is also explained over here. So now Indra was free from these sins because all these four people have taken and in return they had the bones which everybody still has. But Indra had a problem now. Indra had an enemy in the form of one of the devas, Vishwakarma was very angry. He said, how could you kill my son? How could you chop his head off? So now he decided to do a very big yagna and he wanted to create a very big demon to destroy Indra and the gods, to take revenge from the gods. So he sat down and he started... He is also a god. But then you look at the way... The story goes, you, this story will actually tell you how you should be to your enemy. You should not take anything personally even when the situation is negative. So, 
he said that I will pray and I'll do a yagna. The yagna is called Dakshin, Dakshin Agni. Dakshin, the south fire. The Dakshin Agni he sat because normally we don't do yagnas and all in Dakshin. So it is always in the north. So he sat in the Dakshin, he did the yagna and while pronouncing, he made a slight error due to which a demon came out. Bigger demon than he could imagine. He wanted somebody to trouble Indra, not exactly destroy him. What came out was Vrittasur. And when he looked at the demon growing, you could not believe he was growing every second. Every second he would grow and he looked like a big mountain with a burnt top. Literally, he was hideous to look at and he was beyond comprehension. With your naked eyes, you could not see how far he had gone. It seemed as though he had covered the entire world with his darkness. Full. And he was looking down and he was stomping his head, legs. And everybody was getting scared. What have I produced, he thought. But it was too late, right? Prithasur was ready to charge on Indra. Now, they found out about what was happening. They said, Ki, hai. now we'll have to work on destroying Vrittasur. But we don't have the powers. They had all, took all the missiles and everything and attacked Vrittasur. But they could not. Why? Because he was too big. He was too fierce. He had come out from the Yagna Agni. And Vrittasur was standing there. And he had only one instruction. You know, his aim was to destroy Indra and all the gods. That is why Vrittasur was created. And he was so powerful. And plus again, Brahmati had not come, right? He should have come right now. Yeah. To help the gods. Why didn't he come? He did not come. Why he had something personal against them? No. What is the objective of a teacher? Does a teacher want anything from a student? No. What do they want from the student? Love. Love. And what else do they want from the student? Huh? Love. You know, do you no, know, do you remember in Ramayana we had done the story of Sutikshna? Huh? Sutikshna was Agastya Muni's disciple. Okay? Agastya Muni's Sishya. Right? And he was Sarbhanga's Sishya also. And when his studies were over, all the padai was done, Agastya Muni was sitting there and Sutikshna came and asked, what can I give you, my dear Guru? You have given me all the knowledge you had. So, in return, you have not taken anything so far. I really want to give you something. So, Agastya Muni smiled. He said, if you really, really want to give me something, although I don't want anything, if you really, really want to give me something, in a while, soon, Ram will be roaming around in the jungle. And you are for sure certain going to meet him. Make sure that you get Ram to meet me. Get me Ram. And this is what I want as a return for all the knowledge that I have given you. That is going to be my Dakshina. Mere liye Ram ko So, when we know the story how it went. So, Tikshna met Ram and he said, Oh, I am going to my uh, teacher's house and I will also take you. I know where Agastyamuni's ashram is and I will take you there. So, Ramji went and he took Ramji to Agastyamuni's ashram. But what was the hidden meaning in this? You know, do you remember the story? If you remember the story, don't answer. Auntie remembers the story. What was Friday the... Class. Friday class. What was the hidden meaning? What did Agastya Muni actually want as Dakshina from Sutikshna? That is how we'll understand what Brihaspati is aiming at, right? What did he want? 
he wanted him to get ram but what is the deeper meaning of this ram being ultimate bliss right yes so maybe and I, i don't know i haven't done this yeah. but i'm assuming ha yeah. ki that he wanted him uh, krishna to finally go to the divine which is the ultimate goal yes ki agar tum wahan pahunch gayi then you got got everything right and then if you are able to get ultimate bliss and like you know the divine it. you don't need any and then you have served your teacher well right yes that is what he was teaching him for so he said all that i want you to do is get ram for me that means you realize the self you realize ram and that is dikshina enough what else could he want do you remember the story now get ram for me is get that divine bliss know that lord and revel in him and that is all that a teacher wants the betterment of the student nothing else can you ever give anything in uh, return to your teacher for all that she has done for you never nothing can be done but if you are able to become a good human being the teacher will say yes you have paid off my debt right What? my debt debt oh i thought that debt debt d e you uh, it D-E-T. is get there yeah. rent is like you know you borrowed something and yeah. you have repaid I it i thought you said death no death <laughs> okay so the death has been it is not death it is death so it is done so that is the story of sutikshna now brispati over here is also in the same framework he said till he realizes his lesson you know realizes what mistake he has made let him manage on his own now why should i go So what did he do? What did the gods do? They went. They charged at Pritasur, but he actually consumed all the missiles, all the weapons, everything that was being thrown, all the mantras. They were ineffective in front of him. Nothing happened, and the gods really, really got scared. This time they did not go to Brahma. They turned to that divine Lord, when they realized that all else has failed. nobody can save us from this monster only one person that is the divine can save us from this demon who is otherwise going to eat us all he'll destroy the devta race nothing will remain because we are not powerful enough to fight him they accepted it so when nothing else is there when you don't know what else to do when you have already tried your best right it is not like without doing effort you turn to god and say god help me he won't they did their effort to the utmost and then they turned to god and they said can you help us but not only this is a very small thing you know can you help us but the way they are addressing god is what is very 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 important and we should listen to it and imbibe it as you say how to deal with your enemy these gods know and we'll see how vishwakarma later will help make the weapon out of dadichi's bones what see so they are very very clear about this concept of hate the sin and not the sinner they are all working against the sin there is no other malice in their heart whatsoever so when the gods start calling out to the lord that divine bliss this is how they start may our safety follow follow from him the supreme person of whom is afraid even the well known death 
we saw right yamraj also has no power against god right yes may our safety follow from him the supreme person of him is afraid even the well known death the time spirit death to whom the five elements ether air fire water earth the three worlds heaven earth and the intermediate regions including the inhabitants the creation of the five elements not only that death comes to brahma also right he might have a longer life span how much is the life span of brahma right now it is half his life span right we have done this how much is the life span of brahma right now he has half his life to live yeah it is too long okay it is the longest life span and he will die at the end of when the final universe goes away right yeah how many manvantars no 14 approximately 14 manvantars right now we are at the seventh manvantar and how much is every manvantar it is 71 chakras of the yugas right of the four yugas put together is 71 chakras is one manvantar that utte 14 manvantars so the basically what i'm saying is even brahma has to die it is see he is saying not only all the material things are afraid of death but even creator brahma and the other rulers of these worlds all the other rulers of the worlds have to give in to that one day but and we gods also all pay tribute and all are always trembling in front of yam the time spirit and death so how powerful is death but death also surrenders and is powerless in front of you the supreme controller the supreme god the supreme bliss so who are they calling are they calling brahma are they calling any of the gods are they calling any of the people no they have directly turned to the creator because everything else was created by him right so they have directly turned even brahma was created by him only na right so they have they so they have gone beyond brahma also this time first they went to brahma for help now they went beyond brahma and they are saying what an ignorant person okay only an ignorant person or a is he who resorts for protection to anyone else other than the lord a person who is ignorant will turn to anybody else for help other than the divine lord it is like turning to the dog's tail to cross the ocean of mundane existence if you are turning to anybody else for help other than the lord you are actually wanting to cross the ocean of mundane existence by holding the dog's tail and he say who now they are describing the lord who is ever free from ego who is perfectly tranquil free from likes and dislikes who has all his desires fully satisfied by the very realization of his own bliss and who is ever uniform in that he desire in in realization of his own bliss and who is ever uniform he is unconditioned we are all conditioned the lord is unconditioned he does not need anybody to complete him he is totally complete he do, they don't need anybody to satisfy him he is already satisfied he does not have duality he is beyond that that is the lord so they turn towards that lord who is beyond the spirit of death also and beyond time he said you were the one when satyavrat 
and during that great uh, great pralay when everything was destroyed right only a few people he could put on the ship and who helped him in the ocean when there was no there was a stormy ocean and he could not cross god took matsya avatar and he helped them cross the ocean so the gods are saying whenever there is a great problem whenever you feel that we are going to be destroyed you come down to help us right so why should we turn to anybody else and not you so see you came to help satyavrat right so won't you come down to help us also in the form of a fish you held satyavrat and you made sure that the existence that universe everything was not eaten away during pralay so now we are calling to that same lord who came as matya matsya avatar as a fish to help satyavrat and he says you will surely protect even his dependent against the dangers from vritta which is so difficult to get rid of this demon is so difficult to get rid of and we are very sure that you are going to protect us against this demon at the dawn of creation brahma now again he is again they are saying brahma when he was all alone he got so scared because when he looked down all he saw was that fierce ocean which was roaring and he did not know whom to turn to he went down he looked around he could not see anything he came up again and whom did he turn to he turned to that divine again isn't it that same god that formless bliss he turned to and he said please help me i don't know what to do with myself why am i here so again he sat down in tapa he turned to him and what did he get he got got the answer of how to create the world isn't it so when satyavrat turned to you during pralay when even brahma turned to you now that we are turned to turning to you we the gods and we are going to be destroyed by vrittasura if you don't help us won't you be kind enough to come and help us see how and you know the gods don't blink the beauty about the gods is their eyes don't blink like us really their eyes yeah their eyes are blinkless and they don't have this they from children they become young and you know from uh, adolescence and young and they never grow old we have four right we go, grow old the gods never grow old they remain young forever so this is the difference and their eyes don't blink so just imagine with their eyes unblinking eyes they are looking and calling that divine lord they don't sleep ha huh? they don't sleep they don't need their eyes don't close at all <laughs> they are always and awake they are always awake energetic. it is written in this scripture oh idhar hi likha hua hai ki ki they don't blink their eyes wow. when they are describing the gods may the same lord be our savior with whose help by whose grace the same brahma who was all by himself got over the agony and the supreme lord through though all alone evolved us gods by his own maya and with his help by his energy and guidance we are unable to create the universe already created by him see the gods never created anything new even brahma did not create anything new they are saying we created the universe which was already created so if we think that we are doing something which is already everything is already there it is just a illusion in which we think we are creating and doing something new even this universe which we think brahma created was already there so even if brahma thinks that i created it is wrong see so he and these gods are knowledgeable of the fact that whatever we are doing is already been done the creation is already there so they are saying we are praying to you 
who did not need any of us but yet gave us the energy and created us that supreme lord though alone evolved us now yet regarding ourselves as independent rulers we are unable to behold his form although he has been fully active even prior to us as our inner controller and director and actual creator of the universe see we are also not able to hold on to god for long right although he is our creator he is always there with us and he is he was he always will be so just like us even the gods cannot persistently hold on to that divine which is the inner controller from there looking out and calling to the lord they are saying you are our inner controller they are moving inside and yet regarding us and then we think we are independent right that we are doing everything but that is not true though ever existent yet manifesting himself through various forms now he is saying you are always there you are always existent but to help us in various yugas or many times multiple times in a yuga you manifest yourself in various forms and over here they are saying like the rishis the human beings the lower animals by his own maya so you manifest as the animals sometimes as the rishis the humans by your own maya we know you are ever existent yet you manifest to show okay, okay if you cannot see my formless form see i have manifested for you now you see yet we thinking we are independent and capable of everything we don't even want to look at you he protects us in every yoga and sometimes even more than once in a yoga treating us as his own when he finds unexcessively tormented finds us un as finds us excessively tormented by enemies so whenever the lord thinks ki ab inke bas ki baat nahi hai so he manifests and he protects so now the gods are saying ki ab hamare bas ki baat nahi hai we will be wiped out by vrittasur unless and until you manifest and help us we all resort for protection solely to the shining one our object of adoration and final cause manifested in the form of universe and red transcending it appearing both as matter and spirit affording protection to all that supreme spirit will bring happiness to us his devotees the beauty of this is the way they are describing the lord and how they are surrendering to him and how they are understanding that this is a folly and sometimes they're looking at the lord outside and then they finally say he is inside you are our inner controller and then while god was they were praying god first appeared in their hearts in the quarter occupied by the inner controller with the conch the disc the maze and the lotus so where did the whole lord appear first in their own hearts and then what did they see what is what are the two features of the lord one is the kostub mani it is a precious stone and second is brigu's foot on his chest so the hair on his chest in the shape of a foot of brigu remember one sage came and he kicked him right so these two because how will you say because he was accompanied by 16 more servants of him or attendants of his who looked exactly like him so how would you make out which one is vishnu these are the two kostubmani and the brigu's foot on his chest that one is vishnu other than that there is no distinction between the 16 attendants and him so 16 attendants plus the lord first manifested in the god's hearts and then 
they were overwhelmed with the joy at his sight and they all fell on the ground and touched the lord's feet so this is how they greeted the lord this is a very beautiful uh, thing now when the when god starts talking it's going to be a bit boring but it is worth a read when god starts talking he describes and he says that everybody has turned to me no one born after creation o lord is fit now again still the gods are talking as of now the lord has still not started talking the lord will not talk much brispati has not come back yet he will not come back he will let them manage deal with it he is gone he say you call he's the lord he is a good teacher and he's going to teach them his lesson till the end he's not coming back now the gods again continue when they look at the lord he says hail to you whose power because this section when the gods are talking they are actually defining lord the way our shastras portray him and to understand this is very very important and the understanding of the lords when they say that you have created the deityas also everything is you and you will not reduce them into ashes till the time is right right now the time is right when they say it it's very beautiful hail to you whose power stands revealed in the form of sacrifice sacrificial performance hail to you even as the time spirit that limits the duration of those rewards hail to you who has indeed on many occasions in the past hurled his disgust to destroy the demons that obstruct the performance uh, performances of sacrifice hail to you who have by virtue of such exploits and glories acquired numberless blessed names no one born after creation or lord again this is very important no one born after creation or lord is fit to know your highest ascents absolute nature which lies beyond the three courses of satvik rajasik and tamasik tendencies you being their controller so anybody who is born after creation happened will not be able to understand you because you are beyond the three elements that they are made of satvik rajasik and tamasik so basically they are saying it is impossible to understand the essence of you lord using this mechanism or these using this instrument which was made after creation so after creation matlab probably brahma down nobody can understand his true essence so the gods are saying it's impossible even for the gods to understand the lord so anything which was made after creation cannot understand the true essence of the lord again they say denoted by the mystical syllable om o lord narayan dwelling in water o vasudev the abode of the universe the most ancient person the supreme person possessed of infinite glory supremely auspicious supremely best supremely merciful one without a second again one without a second many people think that we have many gods our shastras keep emphasizing one without a second one without a second the support of the universe the undisputed ruler of all the worlds the universal lord the spouse of lakshmi you are the same as the realization of the bliss inherent in the self and revealed revealed of itself in the region of the self when the gate leading to the shape of the mind is opened consequent on the door of ignorance being set aside through practice of devotion to the lord the region of paramhansas 
of the highest order. The religion of the Paramahamsas of the highest order. So second, first they said, anything made after creation cannot actually know you. Your true essence is impossible to know. Second, they are saying, there is only one. There is no second to you. Third, they are saying, how does one realize or even have a glimpse of your glory is when ignorance is wiped out, wiped out of the mind. So how does the ignorance get wiped out? You have to follow the path of the Paramhansas. By true devotion to the Lord, follow the path of the Paramhamsas and the ignorance will be, Gauri, don't do that to me. Ignorance will be wiped out. Devoid of any support, bodiless and transient as you are, you create, preserve and destroy this qualified universe by your own self, undergoing no transformation and not expecting any cooperation from us. He's saying, you, although you're formless, you create on your own and you don't need any cooperation from anybody. Alone you are sufficient. And the deities presiding over the arm and other organs of action, the seat of strength, you don't need any help from any because we know that there are various deities who are presiding over, right? Indra is the deity of action. He is in our hands, right? And when, what happens? When Brihaspati is knowledge and Shastras, knowledge, dharma. When Brihaspati goes away, what happens to your actions? They get attacked by vices. Those are Vrittasur and all the demons. And then you start doing wrong actions. Then your body prays, oh my god, actions are going wrong. We are making a mistake. Now how do we fight these vices? You fight these vices by turning towards the Lord again. <laughs> right? See? So, and then you don't have Brihaspati, the, the right knowledge to make the right decision anymore. So that is the entire story all about. Indra, Brihaspati is knowledge, right knowledge, the divine knowledge, the Shastras, Dharma, righteousness. When it is taken away from your action, what has to happen? Is this doom. The vices attack and then gods are rendered, gods are what? The virtues are rendered helpless and then they turn again and Indra resides in our hands. When you look at the body where various devtas are residing, Indra is in our hands. And this is action, right? We do action through our hands. So this is the entire, if you go to the depth of it, this is the story. So now they are turning to the Lord and they are saying you don't need any cooperation from anybody. The course of this pastime of yours is really something difficult to understand. Now the gods are saying, why do you create? Why do you destroy? This pastime of yours, time pass, you know, it is very difficult to understand. They are saying, we don't understand your time pass, you know, why you are creating, what you are doing. It is beyond us. So they have been kind enough to use the word pastime and not time pass. So pastime of yours is very difficult for us to understand. Moreover, we do not actually know whether entering bodies, uh, we don't even know whether entering the various bodies which are product of the three gunas. So we don't know. Moreover, we do not actually know whether entering the various bodies which are the product of the three gunas. So we don't know anything. You as Jeev, you as a Jeev, helplessly reaps the good and evil consequences of your own action just as the Devtas build a house on this earth and experience joy and sorrow there on whether reveling in yourself or given to self or on this earth and experience joy and sorrow there or whether reveling in yourself and given to self-control and with an unruffled consciences, consciousness you remain only a witness. So again they are saying very simply that although the body is created 
with sattva, rajas, tamas and everything. And actions are happening. The devtas are reaping benefit. Various actions are happening. Various organs have devtas there. Joys and sorrows are coming. But you, the inner controller, is unruffled. You are just a witness sitting inside and looking at everything. So again, the description is that he is the inner controller. All this, that activity which is happening, he is watching as a witness. So again, he is saying, you are the witness of everything. Although you are the creator, you are in us. All the devtas are acting, but you are just unruffled with everything that is happening. And then he goes on, you remain only a witness. Really speaking, the two alternatives are not incompatible in you. The almighty and absolute Lord possessing countless varieties of excellence and unphantom greatness. Then he says, let me just skip a bit and go. No, 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 because this is very important. Because they are describing God so beautifully. Sand placing by your side. Okay, okay. Now, just as a piece of rope. Now, what, what they are saying is, because of your maya, we are unable to understand that you are the inner controller, you are the witness, you are everything. Just like people witness a rope for a snake, because of the maya, we also witness everything and we don't understand that there is no reality to it. It is just a rope and not a snake. We are unable to understand that you, the witness, is doing everything. And all this game that is happening outside is not true. Just like a person in the dark might look at a rope and say, this is a snake. But when you open the light, when your mind becomes clear, your intellect is cleared, and you are able to know the true knowledge, you will say, this is just a rope. There is no snake here. So just as a piece of rope assumes the shape of a serpent and so on in the eyes of those who are possessed by the idea of the snake and like and the like so, you appear in your true perspective as Brahman, the truth, consciousness and bliss combined to those endowed with a balanced correct judgment and what you are not to those of a deluded understanding. So only when your judgment becomes balanced and correct, are you able to perceive the reality that no, this is the divine. Otherwise, if you are deluded, it is impossible to know the Lord. Again, of the entire, your presence is clearly indicated by the illuminating power of the intellect, sense and so on, which are the product of matter and therefore unable to shed any light except when inspired by you. And all these things, unless and until that inner controller is there, it becomes a dead body, right? So although we know this, that there is something that is shedding light and life to everything, yet because we are so deluded, we are not able to accept it for ourselves. We are not able to accept it. Since you are the inner controller of the jivas, you are the only entity left over when everything else has been negated by the shrutis. When we start saying not this, not this, not this, and when we start doing the cause and effect analysis, like we, we go down, go down, we keep... We keep removing the effects and we keep going down to the cause. Anything, what is left is only the divine. At the end, if we start at any point and we keep walking back, we will reach to that one point. That is the inner controller, the divine. That is what we keep saying, na? neti, neti, not this, not this, not this, not this, not this. Then what? It. So when you start doing this with the Shrutis, when you start debating, when you start talking, ultimately... What will remain is you. 
so they are actually you know they are pampering and you know praising the lord so much under such circumstances then how can these saintly and supreme devotees of yours who are exclusively devoted to you and look upon you alone as their beloved who are apt adapt who are apt in achieving their highest objective even thinking of actually giving up the constant service of your lotus feet on clinging to which further revolution in the whirlpool of transmigration ceases so tell me god when these people who have actually know you who have actually achieved who know you who are good who are devoted will you let them go will you let them die will you let them be killed by the demons can you do this to them so for due to never ceasing stream of joy ceasing stream of joy stream of joy flowing into their minds from a mere drop of sweet ocean of your nectar like glory taste the tasted ones so we are the people who have actually tasted your glory once right and now we are in trouble and you are not going to help us forget the small bits and this is us. let's see o soul and abode of all the three worlds o lord who wields your power over the three worlds and whose glory captivate the mind of the inhabitants of the three world o guide of the three worlds to say nothing of gods rishis and other beings even the deityas now this is a very important point which i wanted to come to even the deityas the son of dityas and the danav the son of danu are your own glorious manifestations see everything positive has gone but in our shastras everything negative is also you so the deityas know it they say see so far we are talking about ourselves that we know we are uh, we are virtuous we know you we have tasted the drop but we also know that you manifest in every way and in everything so even the deityas and the danavs the son of danu and the son of diti are your manifestations only hum jitte tumhare manifestation hai danu is one of the wife of kashyap muni so in that chart there are 13 wives right so danu gives birth to all the danavs and there are different different breeds of deityas and danavs and rakshasas who are danavs rakshas 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 are different demons. danavs are different demons but there are different different kinds so uh, all when we do the kashyap uh, tree we see that everything comes from one so even the deityas he is the gods are saying we know that the deityas are nothing but your manifestation the danavs are also nothing but your manifestation but we are standing here and praying to you to destroy those manifestation of yours very confusing isn't it mm-hmm. there is nothing beyond god and you know it and then you're standing here and you're going to say god god destroy that manifestation of yours because that manifestation of yours is going to kill me <laughs> just imagine so and his rishis okay manifestation yet considering that this is not an opportune time for their activities why is it not the opportune time for the activities har cheez ka ek samay hota hai so when the time is right and when the world has to end let them unleash them because ultimately we know that the world will end one day and how will it end one day wohi hoga na killing hoga ye hoga destruction hoga suddenly everything will go away but the gods are saying that time has not come yet we know it is not time for the world to end so at that time if you don't help us when it is already time for the world to end then we understand that you are creating door manifestations for everything to get destroyed but right now that time has not come 
you have in the past what is what are they saying considering that this is not an opportune time for their activities which are called for only at the time of universal destruction see everything every manifestation is his everything has a role to play we might say why negative is happening when the universal destruction has to happen this will happen and he won't take away that manifestation also because unko vinash karna hai na khatam karna hai so as per other when we look at other religions they say there is a satan and there is god we are not saying anything of that said everything is your manifestation everything is a past time and when the time of destruction comes the danavs will increase the dityas will increase destruction will happen but now what they are saying why we are calling you is not to save us when the time of destruction has come we are calling you to save us because right now the time of destruction has not come yet so look at the way they are praying and they acknowledge that dityas danavs everything is but your manifestation and saying this you have in the past meted out punishments to them according to the degree of gravity of their offense manifesting yourself through your own maya will power in the form of gods like vaman human beings like ram and balram were human beings vaman was a god beast such as boar half man half beast such as narsimha hayagriva and aquatic creatures such as the fish and the tortoise matsya and kurma in the same way o lord get rid of him the son of twashta vritta so please get rid of him because it is not the time for destruction yet whenever there was not time for destruction you came and you helped now why are you not helping but then when pratyasur was created if you say neti 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 then there must be some yes they are accepting that he is your manifestation the deityas the demons and the creator is also a god right विश्वकर्मा टाइम पास करने के लिए पास टाइम है आपका पर अभी अंत का समय नहीं आया है सो प्लीज हेल्प इट इज नॉट द टाइम फॉर प्रले एट देन दे आर नॉलेज हाँ देन एक्चुअली टर्न अराउंड एन से नो योर टाइम टू डिस्ट्रॉय अभी उनका आएगा ना ही इज येट टू स्पीक ही स्टिल लिस्निंग टू द प्रेसिस सो इफ यू डीम फिट दिस इज हाउ ब्यूटिफुली दिस सेड एवरीथिंग एंड देन दे आर नॉट इंसिस्टिंग they are saying if you deem fit aapko theek lag raha hai to kar do see if this is the beauty why is they know he is this, he is everything and this dialogue is so beautiful why i felt like quoting it because it shows us so beautifully the beauty of enmity also you will realize that they know that demons are their enemies they know that dityas are their enemies they know they have to be destroyed but at the same time there is no hatred in their heart because they know everybody is a manifestation of god so these people these gods they know that they have to do their work but their heart will not be clouded by any kind of hatred anywhere you understand even when somebody is troubling you you have to protect yourself but you don't have to hate that person do you do you really need to hate anybody you don't because you know everybody is god what ha- the past time that is happening right now is troubling me i have to protect myself but is there any room for hatred 
as per our shastras no. when the gods are summoning the divine they are saying you are outside but you are inside me and they go on with the description and finally they say please help us these demons are troubling us you have always helped but at the same time we know they are your manifestations they are you only but and when the time is sometimes you will not do anything and you let the destruction happen but we think that the destruction time has not come can you please help us so when this kind of an attitude and this kind of a talk is happening in the scripture is there any room for hatred in anybody's heart as per our scripture somebody who is believing that good and bad is him everything is narayan how can there be hatred they will act but there will not be an hatred any hatred that is the difference between a normal person and a sadhak gauri don't touch the table right there that is the difference between a normal person and the sadhak what is the difference when you look at a sadhak you know you might feel that he is feeling bad but it is like drawing something on sand but a normal person it is like carving something out on a stone it will never go away from his heart a sadhak knows that everything is his past time everybody is his manifestation the worst culprit and the best devotee is nothing by him but nothing but him they will act it is not that the sadhak will not act he will act they are doing their best to call god and destroy what they think is evil at this point in time now this evil is necessary they are saying this evil is necessary at the time of destruction but this evil is not needed now because the time of destruction has not come as of now according to us while they are praying they want to destroy at the same time just imagine the divinity of our scriptures they are seeing divine even in the enemies it's also a way of accepting to ourselves that okay we reason out but if it's still not happening it's all because of your will ha huh. right. right it is all because of your will probably this situation was meant to be hamari itni samajh hai because any which they wish ways they have claimed initially it's only just a smart way of accepting your disagreement with the circumstances that like i don't agree with it yet okay i will live with it if be- you think that's how it's supposed to, to be to be because our that is more than disagreeing with the situation it is more than more it is positive to say that we surrender to him saying that you know more than i do, I do. Yeah. because for me right now the situation is wrong because of my limited understanding everything that is happening around me is wrong this is not supposed to happen okay. but you have that broader perspective because anybody who has come after the creation has happened cannot understand you so how who am i to understand you so this is my limited understanding at the same time i accept that everything that is happening everyone there is is you but as per my understanding i think this should be the action or this should be the help you should give us yeah. but at the same time if you think this is not needed it's your wish so that's how you surrender uh, so you know often uh, you know young children say usi ko karna hai so you know why we act but they are acting is, this is the thing that you act if it is meant to happen your actions will go in the right way but it, you have yes. to act you so, have to act you have to try your best yes, yeah. you have to run from pillar to post you have to do it but at the same time see this is a very thin line nobody is telling us not to act 
Nobody is telling us not to refute the evil. No, but, but then what they are asking us to refute is hatred in our heart. Because everybody is Narayan. Kisse nafrat karoge, kisse pyar karoge. At the same time, that does not mean ki koi kharaab kar raha hai, to aap usko jaake gale laga lo. Stop him. But without any hatred in your heart. And when there is no hatred in your heart, how powerful will your actions be because your energy is not being dissipated? So that is what gives rise to the logical question. For example... Uh, while narrating Ramayana, said, uh, "Why did Ram, uh, Ravan had to pick up Sita? Like she didn't do huh. anything. Uskagalti kya tha? Ram didn't do anything either. Right. It was Lakshman who harmed Shurpanaka. <coughs> Shurpanaka complained to his brother. Right. But why did Ram? So, you know, um, this kind of questioning, we don't allow in our. Uh, I mean, uh, when we have been reading Ramayana from our huh. parents or listening." But now when you leave this kind of room Of course uh, because Actually it was not allowed Because our poor parents they also didn't Did not Otherwise Because discussions or shastra Other religions don't allow Actually If you go back to our history the the And you know the most powerful shastra person in our Shankaracharya No I'm talking about Before him Before Gargi Ah yes his guru Gargi was the most intelligent and learned woman And she was the queen of shastra so, I mean, koi, koi rishi, koi uske saamne, she was such a, they used to leave room, they used to have regular goshtis and shastra, ki, come, let's discuss, yes. let's discuss, let's discuss. And this because is, this does not happen because our history, our situation, everything changed. Yeah. And last time she talked about how Ashoka came and things changed. Yes. So it all changed. That's why our poor parents, I pity them, they don't, them. my dad is different. He's, he's one of the most learned person walking on the face of this earth. It, other than them, I see all my relatives. No, nobody knows. In fact, the Not way... Not my mom. Abhi in Friday class also, that is what we are encouraging. Yeah. Mm. Bring yeah. a topic of your choice. And then we'll, we'll show them how debates were done in our olden days. What they would do is two people will sit and debate, not like the parliament. We told them how a debate is supposed to happen. <laughs> so we have actually instructed them. Then they will give their points. Yeah, we actually explained it to them like this. So now the children will have a topic. And they will all sit. A person, you do not have to defend your for or anything, no. It is just a point that somebody is giving. If by chance you accept it, even if you are sitting against the point, you move and shift towards that person. Yes. This is how it was done previously. Two people will think, then they say, okay, the debate has happened and they say, oh, his point of view is better than mine. This guru and his and disciples yes. will take diksha from this because nahin, you are right. And this is how open our culture is and, and most, always was. the most popular one is Ashtavakra when the, uh, his debate was going on with that uh, other Rishi. Who? Ashtavakra debate was going on with that. Oh, Anglimal. No, somebody else. And Ramaharaj Janak ke samne jo debate ho thi. I mean, I forgot that Rishi's okay, name. But uh, still, what I, happened? I, I'll remember if I try to. Huh. So what happened was because Maharaj Janak ke samne debate hoti thi. He was very fond of debating Shastra. Huh. So there was one Rishi, he said, Jo mujhse jeet jayega, wo mujhe paani madbo sakta hai. Aur jo nahi jeetega, they have to take jal samadhi. Huh. So Ashtavakra's dad lost his life because he lost with that Rishi. And he took jal samadhi. And then after that, Ashtavakra came. He was, Ashtavakra was crooked from eight Aiden, sides. Huh. And he defeated that, my God, what's his name? I forgot. And then the whole thing moved to Ashtavakra's side. And then he said, now you have defeated me. And the questions they were, he just asked 
six questions or five no three questions mm. and the answers he gave was amazing and then he accepted his defeat he said i'm going to go in yamuna and going to take jal samadhi uh, yeah yamuna mathura yeah and then when he went then varun dev himself came and he got everybody who had taken jal samadhi and ashtavak prepared you know so everybody came out Alive. This is actually our yeah. ethos. This is how scriptures and discussions and debate used to happen, and this is exactly and how that, people and why, used to. And why why uh, kings used to That's do that? Yeah. No, this is and it, this is the way our Sanskriti. This is an age-old phenomenon. And kings is because in our shas, the literature will spread. Spread. The people will talk about it because debate will be. Two learned people, but with them, thousands of people who are enlightened will be listening. They will be enlightened. Like Barkha is talking, I am getting to know so many things. So. and so, this is the beauty of sanatan dharma why do we always turn back to sanatan dharma because they are not hindering you from thinking at all till you don't accept in fact all the gurus say don't have blind faith question 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 the four the four gateways of truth unme se ek hai inquiry always inquire this is called jigyasa pucho 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 but the inquiry has to be right it should not be to demean somebody or test somebody else's knowledge it should be to enlighten yourself and that is one of the four gateways of truth so this is the beauty and the broad mindedness and how inclusive the entire system and when i was reading this i said oh my god how beautifully they have included everything they are still fighting they have still said that this battle has to happen they are still saying that this is wrong but at the same time they are saying they are also divine because they are all you so how beautifully an enemy can be an enemy with a lot of beauty and love and dignity you can have a fight you can have a you can probably kill each other but yet the action will not take too much of a karma bandhan because your mind was right your attitude was right you were seeing somebody as that divine you are not seeing somebody as dirt on the road when you are fighting also you are fighting with the divine ye hai sanatan dharm and this is the difference between this and a lot of other dharms where you see divinity even in your enemy you say that he is a manifestation of my own divine because there is no two there is only one when there is only one fir the word krishna which comes you know this doubt you are waiting for and i think this is for you the word krishna has been used and explained as follows in an old book given below okay because ye bhi modify hoti rehti hai a very old granth the root kr implies absolute existence wow while the syllabus na signifies bliss or beauty krishna the supreme reality which is a com kri implies krish Chris, K R S, Krish, if Krish na hai na, Krish implies absolute existence, and na signifies bliss or beatitude, moksha. The supreme reality, which is a combination of these, is thus spoken as Krishna. So in our shastras, we can. गेट कन्फ्यूज कि बार बार कृष्ण 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 क्यों बोल रहे हैं वसुदेव 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 क्यों बोल रहे हैं दे आर एक्सप्लेनिंग कृष्ण इज इंडिकेटिंग दैट रिमेंबर दिस वॉज योर क्वेश्चन कृष्ण इज दैट वसुदेव इज ऑल्सो दैट 
Vasudev is a person in his heart, in whose heart, who has actually realized the self and is whose, in whose heart the divine resides. That is Vasudeva. And now they give the meaning to Krishna. Krishna is absolute existence and moksha, total bliss. That is Krishna. So they are not giving anywhere. We might think that nay, they are saying Krishna is the greatest. When there is no two, how can they say one is greater than the other? When they are not even saying a Dhanav or a demon is greater than the gods, can they actually say this is greater than the other and bid one god against the other? That is not the concept. This is the beauty because everything is one, so everything is all inclusive. And when something becomes all inclusive, there is no room for hatred. How can you hate the divine? When everything is his pastime, how can you condemn? How can you condemn the divine? But yet they are showing us ki act. That does not mean you become inert and say, Bhagwan, karrai, karne do, samne aapke koi marrai, marne do. No. You act, but then you will be balanced in your thinking. When hatred takes over, your thinking gets clouded, isn't it? Absolutely. When there is no hatred in your heart, no immense love or bias for anybody, no hatred in your heart, no upheaval of emotions, just imagine how beautiful and pure your actions will be and those kind of actions do not tie you in karma. If you act out of hatred, karma bandhan ho raha hai. If you act out of too much love, karma bandhan ho raha hai. But if you act out of this realization that everything is divine and everything is his pastime, everything is being done by him, koi karma bandhan nahi ho raha hai. Because you have given away the doership to somebody else. This is what I want. That, that is why I read it because this is what the gods, this is how they are talking. And this is how our Shastras talk. Beautiful, isn't it? And then, finally they talk and then God gets convinced. They say, who passed through only three, okay, this is which I've already told you. When they talk to the Lord like this, the Lord replies, I am pleased among the gods with the sacred thread by which you have offered prayers to me by repeating and revo- repeating with uh, which consciousness of the... Ah, he is again saying, you have repeated. You are not praying to me blindly. Now, this is a very important paragraph. I am pleased, O jewels, among God, with the sacred text by which... Text, okay, not thread. Text by which you have offered prayers to me. And by repeating which... Uh, by and by which consciousness of the transient nature of the soul as well as the devotion to me will be awakened in the mind of men. He is saying the way you have prayed to me, the text you have used, the words you have used, I am very, very happy with the words because by reading this, what I have read out to you over here, it is so important that devotion to me and knowledge about my nature will be enlightened in the souls of every, in the minds and hearts of everybody else. So he is very happy. He, you just pray to Lord without understanding his divine nature. That does not please him much. But when you surrender to the Lord like this, with full understanding, no blind faith, no andhavishwas, with reality in mind, that is when he gets pleased. Otherwise, to take care, because it is like, okay, it is a, it, it is, there is a saying, right? 
आधा पागल पूरे पागल से भी ज्यादा खतरनाक होता है हाफ इग्नोरेंट इज वर्स फुल इग्नोरेंट बिकॉज दे आर डेंजरस सो अ पर्सन हु इज हाफ इग्नोरेंट बिकम्स वेरी रिजिड अबाउट हिज ओन बिलीफ यू नो अ पर्सन हु इज इग्नोरेंट डज नॉट हैनी बिलीफ बट अ पर्सन हु इज हाफ इग्नोरेंट फील्स एट ओ वट आई बिलीव इज राइट सो नेवर बी इन द मिडल so god is saying when you pray to me pray like the gods are praying to me over here this is how you should pray to me with full awareness of who i am if you don't know whom you want to go and meet will you be able to meet him oh i have come here whom do you want to meet sir i don't know i want to meet somebody <laughs> no no you ha- no no just i'll i'll meet him i'll meet him whom do you want to meet sir i don't know sir i want to meet him who sir i don't know <laughs> will you be able to meet him or will somebody be able to direct you towards him you yourself do not know whom you want to meet funny isn't it you come home auntie i want to meet somebody in your house who somebody in your house i don't know whom i want to meet they'll put you in a mental asylum just imagine will you go to somebody's house and say i want to meet somebody i don't know whom i want to meet huh funny isn't it that is how we pray to god beta <laughs> that is how we pray see you're laughing isn't it exactly i want to meet you whom do you want to meet i don't know see do you want to know i don't want to know why yeah people don't want to know na why does anybody want to know because knowing yeah. takes effort no knowing takes effort knowing takes commitment too much work knowing is a tapa yeah. it takes a lot of effort to know the divine but then what will happen god will also say yamraj this soul is yours not mine and amma why why come se nahi aayenge because he does not know he wants to meet but he does not know whom he wants to meet is knocking at the door he does not know what he wants so so there are many that's why yamraj is very busy nowadays and the attendants of the lords are sitting in the heaven relaxing because you know their duty and their turn never comes you, you remember that story of ajamil right when does god's attendants come and do because and how do you say narayan from your heart when you say narayan when you know him he will come otherwise who will come yamraj <laughs> yamraj will also not come he is going to send his rakshasas he is going to then he said what is there which cannot be easily attained when i am pleased o great gods yet he who knows the truth and is solely devoted to me does not seek anything else than myself they talk in double words huh he said what is not possible when i am pleased but at the same time हु इज ट्रूली माई डिवोटी डज नॉट वॉन्ट एनीथिंग फ्रॉम मी मैं जो चाहूँ दे सकता हूँ पर जो मेरे पास तक पहुँच जाता है उसको मुझसे कुछ चाहिए ही नहीं होता है दिस इज आउट सो यू नो द ब्यूटी ऑफ दी शास्त्रास वेन यू स्टार्ट रीडिंग दैम यू रियलाइज दैट यू के नॉट बिकम रिजिड द मिनट यू स्टार्ट बिलीविंग समथिंग दे आर गो नो शो यू अनादर पॉइंट परस्पेक्टिव द मिनट यू स्टार्ट बिलीविंग दैट परस्पेक्टिव दे जम्प बैक टू अ थर्ड परस्पेक्टिव एंड देन देल से एवरीथिंग इज गॉड एवरीथिंग इज पास टाइम ऐसे भी हो सकता है ऐसे भी हो सकता है वैसे भी हो सकता है मटीरियल ऑब्जेक्ट the person who think the god is talking the fool who looks upon the material objects which are the product of the three gunas as real is not alive to his highest good and if anyone bestows those objects on the individual seeking them such a one 
is of the same description, no better than the fool. A person who is seeking material goods is a fool. And a person who is giving material bliss is a fool because he is not directing the person towards the supreme spiritual bliss. So now this is, these are God's words. Indeed, he who is himself consciousness, who is himself conscious of the highest good, that is moksha, would never tell an ignorant person the path of action. Surely, a good doctor would never give a unwholesome food, uh, never give unwholesome food to an ailing man longing for it. If somebody has diabetes and he is longing for a ladu, will you give him knowing that he'll die right that minute? So a good doctor will never do that. A person who knows this fact, no matter what the other person seeks, will give him the bitter truth fact, true fact. How is it possible to give anything else? Even if the person in front is seeking something else, you can't give that because it is harmful for that person, right? Just like you cannot give laddu to a diabetes. No, you know, the diabetic might curse you, might say whatever, but you know. Let a be diya and the laddu goes in that the person falls down and soul goes out. Finish. So now he is talking like this. Surely a good doctor, okay. And then in, now, now he says, you go to Dhadichi. God's go now after giving him this. God ne itna hi bola. That's it. This is all he had to say. Because he said, whatever you said is right. The text you are following is good. What, this will awaken a lot of people. And this is the simple crux of it. Four lines from God, so many lines from the God. Uh, this is four lines from the divine, so many lines from the God. And he says, now you go to Dhadichi. Because they know that they are on the right path and Dhadichi will help them. Because their thinking is clear, their mind is clear. Unless and until God would have known how they are thinking and what they understand, he would not have sent him to Dhadichi, right? Because Dhadichi deta nahi, or jo Dhadichi dera hota, unko nahi. You have to be receptive, right? So he said, now you go and ask for his bones. Why is his bone so powerful? Because he has been doing the Narayan covered so strongly for so long that his the Vajra you will make out of his bones is going to destroy Vrittasur for sure. And this, this Narayan Kavach which you had chanted through Vishwarupa was given to Vishwarupa to, through his father Vishwakarma and Vishwakarma got hit from Dhadichi himself. So they have, he has traced back, this is the Narayan Kavach came via via this and his body has become so strong because of the tapa and austerities. Ask him for his bones and he will surely give it to you. And it is so strong that Indra and Dadichi ke baare mein kehte hain, Dadichi was so strong that he did not need his body any which ways. Once the Ashwini Kumar came and told him, can you please tell us the knowledge of Narayan Kavach. We want to get the knowledge of Narayan Kavach. Then no, no. Brahma said, no, you can, uh, Indra said, you cannot give them this knowledge. Brahma said, you cannot give them this knowledge. These are physicians. What will they do with the knowledge of Narayan Kavach? It's an armor, na? Physicians don't need it. So if, Dadichi, you give this knowledge to the doctors over here, I will kill you. I will chop your head off. What Dadichi did? He removed his head. He put on a horse ka head. Just imagine, he removed his own head. Look at the way science was, technology was developed. He could remove his own head, put it in the corner nicely, securely. <laughs> and he would take a horse's head, put it back here 
एंड ही गेव दैट नॉलेज टू दश्विनी गले का हॉर्स का हेड एंड ही गेव द नॉलेज टू दश्विनी कुमार थ्रू द हेड ऑफ अ हॉर्स ताकि बाई चांस अगर इंद्र आए एंड ही कट्स ऑफ द हेड इट इज दैट हेड नॉट इज रियल हेड दैट गेट्स टॉट ऑफ इट इज जस्ट वे ऑफ सेंग दैट इवन सो हिज बॉडी ही इज सो बियॉन्ड हिज बॉडी दैट ही गेव द नॉलेज ऑफ नारायण कवच टू द अश्विनी कुमार थ्रू अ हॉर्स हेड and that's why it is known as he is also known as ashwasira because it was imparted by the sage with the head of a horse the knowledge which is named as ashwasira so go to dadichi request him only he can save you now and then saying this the divine disappears इसके बाद में आगे सो दिस स्टोरी इज वेरी शॉर्ट इट इज नॉट वेरी लॉन्ग यू नो बट द वे दे टॉक अबाउट द मॉरल्स दे गिव थ्रू द स्टोरी द डायलॉग्स इन दिस ग्रंथ आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट बिकॉज वन डायलॉग विल गिव यू ऑल द नॉलेज ऑफ द शास्त्र सो नाउ द गॉड्स आर गोइंग टू गो टू दीची वी डो नॉट नो वॉट विल हैपन नेक्स्ट वाई विल दीची गिव इज बोन्स विल यू गिव एनी बडी योर बोन्स से that is what dadichi also says why should i give you my bones <laughs> exactly that is what he, he says it. no i am not going to give you my bones no, spoiling it no but i have not given you the entire